Chapter Seven of Bransford of Rainbow Range by Eugene Manlove Rhodes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Seven: States General. And they hailed Sir Charlie Hay and laid the white on Geordie. Old Ballad. That the master's eye is worth two servants had ever been Lake's favorite maxim. He had not yet gone to bed when the message reached him where he kept his masterly eye on the proper closing up of the ballroom. He came through the crowd now, shouldering his way roughly, still in his police costume, helmet, tunic, and belt. In his wake came the sheriff, who had just arrived, scorching to the scene, on his trusty wheel. On the bank steps, Lake turned his face to the crowd. His strong canine jaw was set to stubborn fighting lines. The helmet did not wholly hide the black frown or the swollen veins at his temple. Come in, Thompson, and help the sheriff size the thing up. And you, Alec, he stabbed the air at his choice with a strong, blunt finger. And Turnbull, you, Clark, and you, Bassett, you keep the door. Admit no one. Lake was the local great man. Never had he appeared to such advantage to his admirers. Never had his ascendancy seemed so unquestioned and so justified. As he stood beside the sheriff in the growing light, the man was the incarnation of power, the power of wealth, position, prestige, success. In this moment of yet unplumbed disaster, taken by surprise, summoned from a night of crowded pleasure, he held his mastery, chose his men and measures with unhesitant decision, planned, ordered, kept to that blunt, direct speech of his that wasted no word. A buzz went up from the unadmitted as the door swung shut behind him. Lake had chosen well. Arcadia, in epitome, was within those pillaged walls. Thompson was president of the rival bank. Alec was division superintendent. Turnbull was the millmaster. Clark was editor of the Arcadian Day. Clark had been early to the storm center, yet of all the investigators, Clark alone was not more or less disheveled. He was faultlessly apparelled even to the long prince albert and black string tie in which indeed report said he slept so much for capital industry and the fourth estate the last of the probers whom lake had drafted merely by the slighting personal pronoun you was nevertheless identifiable in private life by the name of billy white being indeed none other than our old friend the devil his indigenous moustache still retained a Mephistophelian twist. He was becomingly arranged in slippers, pajamas, and a pink bathrobe, girdled at the waist with a most unhermit-like cord, having gone early and surly to bed. In this improvised committee he fitly represented society, while the sheriff represented society at large and ex officio, that incautious portion under duress yet one element was unrepresented for lake made a mistake which other great men have made of failing to reckon with the masterless men who dwell without the wall lake led the way will the watchman die alec do you think whispered billy as they filed through the grilled door to the counting-room don't know hope not game old rooster good watchman too said turnbull the mill superintendent lake turned on the lights the wall safe was blown open fragments of the door were scattered among the overturned chairs 
in an open recess in the vault there was a dull yellow mass the explosion had spilled the front rows of coins to a golden heap behind some golden rouleaux were intact others tottered precariously as you have perhaps seen beautiful tall stacks of coloured counters do gold pieces were strewn along the floor thank god they didn't get all the gold anyhow said lake with a sigh of relief then of course they didn't touch the silver but there was a lot of greenbacks over twenty-five thousand i think bassett will know and i don't know how much gold is gone look around and see if they left anything incriminating sheriff anything that we can trace em by he heard poor old lars coming said the sheriff then after he shot him he hadn't the nerve to come back for the gold this strikes me as being a bungler's job must have used an awful lot of dynamite to tear that door up like that funny no one heard the explosion can't be much of your gold gone lake that compartment is pretty nearly as full as it will hold or heard him shoot our watchman suggested thompson still i don't know there's blasting going on in the hills all the time and almost every one was at the masquerade or else asleep how many times did they shoot old lars does anybody know is there any idea what time it was done he was shot once right here said alec indicating the spot on the flowered silk that had been part of his mandarin's dress a gun was held so close it burnt his shirt awful hole don't believe the old chap will make it he crawled along toward the telephone station till he dropped say central must have heard that shot it's only two blocks away she ought to be able to tell what time it was lars said it was just before midnight said clark oh did he speak asked lake how many robbers were there did he know any of em he didn't see anybody shot just as he reached the window hope someone hangs for this said clark lake i wish you'd have this money picked up i'm not used to walking on gold or else have me watched lake shook his head angry at the untimely pleasantry it was a pleasantry in effect only put forward to hide uneditorial agitation and distress for lars porcina lake's undershot jaw thrust forward he fingered the blot of whisker at his ear it was a time for action not for talk he began his campaign look here sheriff you ought to wire up and down the line to keep a lookout hold all suspicious characters then get a posse to ride for some sign around the town if we only had something to go on some clue later we'll look through this town with a fine-tooth comb most likely they or he if there was only one won't risk staying here first of all i've got to telegraph to el paso for money to stave off a run on the bank you'll help me thompson of course my burglar insurance will make good my loss or most of it but that'll take time we mustn't risk a run people lose their heads so i'll give you a statement for the day clark as soon as i find out where mr thompson stands i will back you up sir with the bulk of depositors money loaned out no bank however solvent can withstand a continued run without backing i shall be glad to tide you over if only for my own protection a panic is contagious thanks said lake shortly interrupting this stately financial discourse then we shall do nicely let's see to-morrow's payday you fellows he turned briskly to the two superintendents can't you hold up your payday say until saturday stand your men off the company stands good for their money they can wait a while oh no need to do that said alec i'll have the railroad checks drawn on st louis 
the storekeepers will cash them if necessary i'll wire for authority to let turnbull pay off the mill hands with railroad checks it's just taking money from one pocket to put in the other anyhow then that's all right now for the robbers the banker's face betrayed impatience my first duty was to protect my clients but now we'll waste no more time you gentlemen make a close search for any possible scrap of evidence while the sheriff and i write our telegrams i must wire the burglar insurance company too he plunged a pen into an inkwell and fell to work acting upon this hint the sheriff took a desk wish phillips was here my deputy he sighed i've sent for him he's got a better head than i have for noticing clues and things this was eminently correct as well as modest the sheriff was a simon pure arcadian the company's nominee his deputy was a concession to the disgruntled hinterland where the unobservant rarely reach maturity oh alec said lake over his shoulder you sit down too and wire all your conductors about their passengers last night yes and the freight crews too we'll rush those through first and can't you scare up another operator his pen scratched steadily over the paper more apt to be some of our local outlaws though in that case it will be easier to find their trail they'll probably be on horseback you were an old-timer yourself weren't you not asked billy amiably if the robbers are frontiersmen they may be easier to get track of as you suggest but won't they be harder to get billy spoke languidly the others were searching assiduously for clues in the most approved manner but billy sprawled easily in a chair we'll get em if we can find out who they were snapped lake setting his strong jaw he did not particularly like billy especially since their late trip to rainbow there never was a man yet so good but there was one just a little better by a good man in this connection you mean a bad man i presume said billy in a meditative drawl were you a good man before you became a banker look here what's this the interruption came from clark he pounced down among two fragments of the safe door and brought up an object which he held to the light at the startled tones lake spun around in a swivel chair he held out his hand really i don't think i ever saw anything like this thing before he said any of you know what it is it's a nose guard said billy billy was a college man and had worn a nose piece himself he frowned unconsciously remembering his successful rival of the masquerade a nose guard what for you wear it to protect your nose and teeth when you're playing football explained billy keeps you from swearing too you hold this piece between your teeth and the other part goes over your nose up between your eyes and fastens with this band around your forehead why why gasped clark there was a man at the masquerade togged out as a football player i saw him said alec and he wore one of these things i saw him talking to topsy one of my guests demanded lake scoffingly oh nonsense some young fella has been in here yesterday talking to the clerks and dropped it who went as a football player white you know all these college boys know anything about this one not a thing there billy lied a prompt and loyal gentleman reasoning that budinsky as he mentally styled the interloper who had misappropriated the quaker lady would have cared nothing at that time for a paltry thirty thousand thus was he guilty of a practice against which we are all vainly warned of judging others by ourselves 
billy remembered very distinctly that miss eleanor had not reappeared until the midnight unmasking and he therefore acquitted her companion of this particular crime entirely without prejudice to budinsky's felonious instincts in general for the watchman had been shot before midnight billy made a tentative mental decision that this famous nose-guard had been brought to the bank later and left there purposely and he resolved to keep his eye open oh well it's no great difference anyhow said lake whoever it was dropped it here yesterday i guess and got another one for the masquerade hold on there said clark holding the spotlight tenaciously that don't go this thing was on top of one of those pieces of the safe for the first time lake was startled from his iron composure are you sure he demanded jumping up sure it was right here against the sloping side of this piece so that puts a different light on the case gentlemen said lake luck is with us and and while i think of it said clark making the most of this unexpected opportunity i made notes of all the costumes and their wearers after the masks were off for the paper you know and i saw no football player there i remember that distinctly i only saw him the one time confirmed ellick and i stayed almost to the break-up whoever it was he left early but what possible motive could the robber have for going to the dance at all queried lake in perplexity maybe he made his appearance there in a football suit purposely so as to leave us someone to hunt for and then committed the robbery and went back in another costume suggested clark pleased and not a little surprised at his own ingenuity in that case he would have left this rubber thing here of design hmm lake was plainly struck with this theory and that's not such a bad idea either we'll look into this football matter after breakfast you'll go to the hotel with me gentlemen our womankind are all asleep after the ball the sheriff will send someone to guard the bank meanwhile i'll call the cashier in and find out exactly how much money we're short send bassett in will you billy you stay at the door and keep that mob out End of chapter seven